You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. by the Saints for a touchdown! It's your inside pass to everything Saints football. Jimmy Graham brings it down, and that is a touchdown, New Orleans! We'll take you to places most fans never go. To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room, following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the Saints season. That is going to be a touchdown! Taysom Hill! Taysom TD! Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby! Hey, y'all. Who dat? And welcome in. I am Jeff Nowak, and this is Inside Black and Gold. Just wanted to hit you with a quick mid-week podcast to go over some injury updates. The initial injury report came out today, recording this on Wednesday. So there are a handful of important things to know heading into week 18 against the Falcons. You know, it's going to be one of those games that everyone tells you, why do you care? Well, I care, right? And I think that if you're if you're going to go and you're going to watch this game, you should care, you know, because week 18, things matter. Could be worse. Anyway, so we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about the injuries here. And then the end's going to be a live mailbag, maybe one or two segments. It depends on how many questions are in there. But first things first, let's just get into the injury report. It's a long one. It is a long injury report. And there's a few names on here that I was a bit surprised to see. One, defensive tackle Colin Saunders did not see him leave the game with a concussion. But apparently he did have one. He seems to be doing okay. I did see him in the locker room. wasn't able to talk to him because you're not allowed to interview players when they're in the concussion protocol. But he seemed fine to me. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an independent neurologist. So I can't go and uh, clear him. But 
if if they have the motivation to probably stretch this to late Friday or Saturday, I have a feeling he'll get cleared. Either way, he did not participate. He will have to get through a full practice at some point this week before he can get cleared. That's a step in the concussion protocol uh, that you cannot skip. So we'll have to see if he's limited tomorrow. Hopefully he can be full on Friday and then get in there because I think stopping the run is going to be a big factor in that Falcons matchup. They ran for 220 yards last time he faced them. The Saints have been a bit more stout against the run in the last few weeks, but you know that can change in a hurry. So you want everyone in there. Um, we're going to just go through the rest of the DMPs. So the ones that were not surprising... Linebacker Nephi Sewell, he's dealing with a knee injury. It's significant. He's going to be out for a while. It is not It is not something that you're even looking at. He's going to have surgery. If it wasn't week 18, he'd probably land on injured reserve. At this point, it just probably doesn't matter um, in terms of you don't need the roster spot, so you're just going to keep him on the roster. But he's going to be out for a while. Hopefully, he can get back for next season. Uh, I imagine he'll start on pup, but that's a significant injury. Offensive tackle Landon Young. So if you recall in the preseason, Landon had a knee issue. It was like a slight meniscus tear or whatever. They treated it without surgery because you don't really get surgery for a meniscus issue. This is basically the same thing. I talked to him today in the locker room. He's upbeat about it. He's not going to play this week. He was a DMP today. He's not going to be in there. If the Saints get to the postseason, which obviously if they win and the Panthers beat the Bucks or the Seahawks and Packers both lose, then they would get to the postseason. He hopes that he could be ready to play um, by the by the wild card round if they get there. Now, obviously, that's a big if, but you know it's a good sign that it's not a more significant knee injury. It's more just a frustration thing because it's happened multiple times that he got leg whipped. That was not fun. Uh, safety Lonnie Johnson's another one. DNP, he's dealing with a knee injury. We knew it was going to keep him out for a while. I don't expect him to be back this season, but hey, who knows? Um, the ones that I was a little bit more surprised about, not really surprised, but running back Alvin Kamara dealing with that ankle injury, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough to come back from an ankle injury in one week, whether you're a running back with anybody else, but it's particularly difficult when you're a running back and you really need that kind of change of direction. You need to be able to plant and go. And I just, I don't think he's, you're going to be able to get that back in a week. So, you know, we'll have to watch that. He's a DMP. I think there is some hope that he can go in in week 18 in this pivotal game. But if he can't, you're going to have to rely on, you know, probably Jamal Williams and the next guy on this list who is running back, Kendra Miller. He was limited today with an ankle injury. He was really close to going last week in week 17. It's I, I, the, the report was that he, you know, you know he kind of, Late in the week, it kind of crept up on him, and it just did not feel right, and they they kept him out. I talked to him today in the locker room. You know, he's as frustrated as anybody. Like, that's the thing. It's, uh, you know, these ankle injuries, and it's just a pain. I think if anyone's had ankle injuries, right, they linger. You know, every time you think you're past it, you take a step the wrong way, you roll your ankle, you're right back to square one. And I think that's what you've been getting with Kendra. Every time he feels like he's making a step in the right direction, suddenly it comes back, Right. And, you know, he told me today that he's still dealing with it. You know, it's it's there. But, you know, barring a setback, he's going to be out there. He told me straight up. He's like, I plan to be out there. Um, so you'll, I, I imagine you'll see him. Assuming Alvin can't go, I expect Kendra will be out there. And, and he's just going to have to gut through it. And that's what it will be is playing hurt. 
So I don't know how many reps you would get him if he is healthy, but he does expect to be out there. I expect to see him out there, and I think your backfield will be some combination of Jamal Williams, Kendra Miller, and maybe just to hedge your bets, you bring up a Jordan Mims or or James Robinson, right? Like you, you may do that just to make sure that you don't end up in a situation like last week where Jamal Williams is the only active tailback or go back to week two against the Panthers where you only had Tony Jones Jr. It's not an ideal scenario to go into a week with just two tailbacks active, right? Like you, especially if you have a guy dealing with an ankle injury who, you know, he gets stepped on and all of a sudden he's back out. And anyway, I think you're going to, you're going to try to get one of those two guys up in terms of Jordan Mims or James Robinson. It's just a matter of who you have active beyond that. Right. The other guy, Cam Irving, who's not on the injury report, but I imagine will be your starting right tackle. Uh, you know, who backs him up? <laughs> right. You don't really have a ton of options there. And apparently, as we talked about on, on the, the early podcast this week, Trevor Penning doesn't play. Uh, he's active every week, but he won't, they, they, they will not play him. So, you know, it is, it is what it is at this point. Um, but you're going to have to figure that out. So the one other DMP on here, and it's not surprising more so a little confusing because it's Jawan Johnson is dealing with a chest injury, uh, was initially in the game reported as a shoulder injury and it, he had it, he suffered that on the opening drive. It was not the touchdown where he got hurt. It, but the touchdown, you can see him get up, kind of fit, holding that shoulder awkwardly. And the, he said that it just you, he landed on it, and that's when he kind of felt it. But it got hurt before that. Um, you know, when, he, when you're talking about a chest, you know, or it, was it kind of a pectoral thing? Or I don't know. But either way, he played through it in that game, and he played very well. So I have a feeling you're going to have him out there on Sunday and you're just kind of doing maintenance, but we'll have to see, you know, these next two practices of this, of this week are going to be big for guys like Jawan, guys like Kendra, Colin, uh, you know, and, and obviously Alvin, a few more names on this list. Jimmy Graham got his typical Wednesday rest day. Nothing, uh, nothing to report about there. It's just always there. Eric McCoy is on the injury report with a foot injury. He was on there last week, and he played. He was limited. I expect him to be fine. Then wide receiver Chris Olave still dealing with that ankle injury, but he has played through it each of the past two weeks. He was limited. Um, I don't think you saw him have any issues. I thought he was moving around better in week 17 than he was in week 16 out in LA. He just wasn't as big a part of the game because you had other guys taking control. You had Jawan Johnson, you know, you had Jamal Williams and Alvin Kamara running the ball pretty effectively. Taysom Hill caught a big pass and you were playing with a lead. So you didn't really have to force anything. So I, I, I expect Chris Olave. I think he's going to have a big game. I think you go back to that week 12 game and Chris Olave was going nuts and he was basically the only weapon that you had in the receiving game there. Rashid Shahid went out with an injury. Michael Thomas was already out hurt and they still couldn't stop Chris. So uh, I hope that that's just kind of be something that repeats this time. And I don't see why not. Um, the other name on this list, Peyton Turner, toe injury. He was limited. I don't know y'all. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But that's it. That's it for the Saints injury report. On the Falcons side, you have five DMPs. That's defensive end Calais Campbell. Uh, he's, he got a rest day. Drew Dahlman, the center, dealing with ankle injury. Safety to Marco Helms and cornerback Mike Hughes both have a concussion. They have concussions. 
They don't have one concussion. Uh, so they're gonna, their status is going to be interesting in terms of clearing the protocol. Running back Cordell Patterson got a rest day. And then the three guys were limited. Linebacker Troy Anderson, defensive end Zach Harrison. And then the last one, which is interesting, is quarterback Taylor Heineke. He was limited with an ankle injury. And who knows, right? Like People keep asking me, okay, who's the starter for the Falcons? And I'm like, I think it's Taylor Heineke, right? Like I would assume... <laughs> that it's Taylor Heineke, but he is dealing with an ankle injury. And I think Desmond Ritter, for all of his faults, provides a matchup problem for the Falcons that they can exploit against the Saints that they might not be able to exploit everywhere. So, you know, what whatever it is right now, whatever it seems like they're going to go with at the quarterback position, I would not be surprised one iota if it ends up being Desmond Ritter starting or Desmond Ritter coming in at some point in the game, um, just because that's that feels like a wild card the Saints will not be able to handle. But hey, you know we'll we'll see. I think they they've played Taylor Heineke before, if you recall, in the 2021 season. They matched up against him in Washington, and they you know he played well in that game. But, you know, they did, they intercepted him a handful of times. I know Adebo got him at the goal line uh, early in the game. So they do have, there is some familiarity there in terms of this defensive scheme and Taylor Heineke. Two other things to note, Marshawn Lattimore and Michael Thomas. Now we talked to Dennis Allen on the conference call today. He was asked, you know, what, what, what the heck, right? When we initially when these guys initially went on injured reserve, there was the idea that this, these were not season-ending injuries. They, he said that the projection initially from the doctors was three to four weeks. Everyone heals differently. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Um, he says they're getting closer. I, that was air quotes. If you're if you're listening and not watching, that did air quotes. Uh, he said they're getting closer, but as you all are aware, it is week 18, so where where you at with that right i mean it and it's frustrating you know i i i I don't know um you know again high ankle sprains take a long time to come back from so it's more of a rehab thing mike thomas is dealing with the knee issue I, i i don't know i don't know uh well we will see um but the the contracts for both of those guys will be very interesting subjects to cover as we get into the offseason. One last note that I will hit before we go to the break here. Marshawn Lattimore restructured, well, the Saints restructured Marshawn Lattimore's contract today. They did it early, right? They did it, uh, you know, far earlier than I would have anticipated. And, you know, when you kind of look at that, you're like, wow, you know, I would have thought that they would want to keep their options open for a trade. Whereas restructuring the deal as you normally would do it would kind of rule that out because it would mean that if you did trade him, then you would have a ton more dead money. And so you would say, you know, that normally you see that restructure news and you're like, well, uh, okay, then I guess he's going to stick around next year. Except, uh, you know, as Nick Underhill of New Orleans, the football pointed this out and, you know, it's, it's a great observation. It's a great analysis by him. Uh, they didn't, uh, rather than, they restructured it in such a way that it is not converted to a signing bonus, but more so a roster bonus, right? And it will not pay out until the week before the regular season. And so 
the way they structured it allows that to be tradable. And long story short, it actually sets it up so there is flexibility so that you could potentially trade him and still take advantage of that post-June 1 um, savings that you know you'd still have a ton of dead money. It would not really benefit you from a cap perspective or from a 2024 draft asset perspective. But, and this is going to be something I, I have a whole off-season plan that I want to get into. Once the off-season starts, it's, it's sitting there ready to go, but I'm not going to do a, this is my plan for the off-season podcast until we're in the off-season. But one of my notes on there is, okay, I'm going to shop Marshawn Lattimore as a post-June 1 trade because if you trade him prior to June 1, then you have significant dead cap. It's actually going to hurt you in 2024. Whereas if you you have to just make sure you clear the cap prior to that, which the way this is structured, you'll still have to do that independently of Marshawn's deal. But if you trade him after June 1st, then there would be some savings for 2024 but you would also see a significant dead cap hit and you would spread that out. Um, but it is interesting. And it's interesting they did it now. And it's interesting they did it the way they did it. Because as Nick points out, and he's right, you didn't have to do it that way. Right? There's a reason that they restructured it the way that they did. And my understanding, my read on it is that they would do that to create flexibility. To potentially move on from Marshawn if they so choose. You know, and, and why why would you do that? Well, I think you you watch Alante Taylor this season, and personally, I do not see him as an as a slot cornerback. I see him as an outside cornerback. You have Paulson Deba going into his final year of his contract in 2024. You will have to make a decision on an extension, and I imagine that they will be very active in trying to get him signed to an extension. Ike Yadam, I think, will end up signing somewhere else. Now, maybe if you do move on from Marshawn, you, re- you find a way to re-sign Ike and you have really good depth and you figure out a slot corner, right? But I just think you, you look at it and like that's the reason, right? If, you, if you're looking for a way to get younger, to pick up some assets, and to help clean up your cap table for 2025 a little ahead of schedule, then that might make sense. But right now... I don't, I don't think that there are plans in place, in motion, to do any of that. It's, again, about flexibility. And Mike Thomas's contract as well, he's a free agent. There's going to be a significant dead cap charge. I think there would be incentive for the Saints to try to bring him back. And that's going to be a whole nother, whole nother uh, bag of wrenches, you know, can of worms, whatever you want to call it, uh, as you get into it. Because, you know, the, the cryptic tweets and... You know, all, all that and, you know, whatever, whatever you want to say, you know, doesn't, it doesn't paint a picture of a guy who is thrilled to be a member of the organization, if that says enough. So you'll have to see, but regardless, that's going to be something. Anyway, this is Inside Black and Gold. I'm Jeff Nowak. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeff underscore Nowak. This is Inside Black and Gold. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do that. You can follow the show at Saints underscore pod. Make sure to ring the bell on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube. And, you know, give us a rating. Give us a review. Let us know what you think. This is year two for the pod. We're going to keep it going, right? Uh, me and Steve, we're going to get into the offseason. We're going to catch our breath, and we're going to turn right around and, and try to find some new ways to, to, to handle the podcast. And so 
any suggestions, any stuff you'd like to see more of, stuff you'd like to see less of, just let me know and I will and I will take everything into consideration. I love feedback, even when it's mean. I, I accept mean tweets as currency and, uh, and we'll go from there. But all right, we're going to get into a mailbag in this next segment. I see some comments in there already. So if you have questions, comments that you want to get into, we will do it. Just make sure you get them in there and uh, I'll get to as many as possible. Again, thanks everyone for watching. We'll be right back.